Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Salutations, everybody. It is Maddie here today with week, wow, what week? Uh, 86 of the Ham Radio Podcast, I think. My name is Noah. Uh, I, I just got off work, so I'm able to be here yeah. today. I'm really, really glad. Uh, loans at work right now, and we don't have a guest. Sure. And also, you guys notice, if you're watching on YouTube, that we don't have face cams because OBS is being really weird for us this week. Anytime I tried to it, like add our overlay, which is where all our faces fit into, the picture wouldn't show up. So we're kind of limited on time. Marked? Yes, I did. Oh. Okay, yeah. well, we'll not deal with it right now. We'll deal with it later. Yeah, we tried dealing with it for a little bit, but um, we figured we'd just get going on the recording. Yeah. As always, in the links down below are iTunes and Google Play. Uh, vi- weekly apologi- uh, apology rather for forgetting to put it on iTunes again. I'll- God damn it. I said it last week. I was like, yeah, guys, it's up there right now. Because I was like, I'll do this right after the podcast. And then I got fucking distracted and I totally forgot. And then someone told me, I was like, Matt, the podcast isn't on mobile devices. I'm like, oh, shit. Jesus. Anyway, this week we're going to be talking a lot about E3. We know it's six months away right now. Yep. but so, just around the corner. Yeah, just around the corner. <laughs> but the reason we wanted to talk about it today was because Pete Hines had recently just confirmed that there will be a Bethesda E3 2017 conference. And I know that shouldn't come as much of a surprise, but you don't really know it, Bethesda because they have said in the past that, hey guys, we don't know if we're always going to do this every year. If we have stuff to show, we'll do it. But if we don't, then... We won't do it. So it's not always a guarantee that Bethesda is going to show up every E3. So when they do announce it and confirm it, it's sort of a big deal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A huge deal. A huge Biggest. deal. Yep. Huge. And so let's uh, let's make some predictions. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to shoot the shit for a little bit. on Fallout we... 5. Yeah. Yeah. Fallout 5. That would be... Okay. No. I think... Um, when does Prey come out? Does it have a uh, Prey, release date? All that we know is 2017. Now, so I, there's well, no. I'm thinking. I'm trying to narrow down what we know. It's coming from Bethesda. I think there's three games. I can't think of one, but I know one was they they teased it this E3 that we were at, which is Wolfenstein: The New Colossus. That oh, that's was, that was there um, to some degree. They put it like in a little part of the a trailer somewhere. Yeah. And then they also have Prey, like you mentioned. So that's a yeah. 2017 game. So they got two big dogs there, but obviously I don't think that's enough for a E3 show. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of have to disagree a little bit. I think, uh, you know, some solid Prey gameplay, because we, we had some that just came out. Um, I think they're definitely, Prey is going to be their main focus, I, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Prey is going to so. be their I main think focus. Wolfenstein will be a 2018 game, and that's the yeah. cycle they're going to go on. It's just announce a yeah. big one that'll be the E3 2018 yeah. focus. So that's a good point there. I never thought of that. Um, but I mean, because I mean, if you remember, if you remember back to their booth, at least you know you had Fallout, Fallout or um, oh, well, Elder Scrolls Online, not online, but uh, what was a card game. I always forget the name of Legends. It. Legends. Legends was a big focus in their thing, and then Prey was a big one as well. Um, and then a little bit of Fallout. I think Prey is going to be kind of the overall this year uh, yeah. in their booth and stuff like yeah, that. At least at this point, I mean, we look at it this way when we look back at. 
the previous E3, mm. we had Fallout VR, Doom VR, Elder Scrolls Legends, Dishonored 2 was the big focus, oh, Skyrim right. Special oh, Edition, I think a Prey trailer. Yeah. Um, what else was it? That's all that's coming to mind right now. So yeah. it really, in retrospect, I mean, I, I thought Bethesda's conference was solid. I really enjoyed it. I this think year it was, yeah. Yeah, but uh, obviously it's going to be hard to beat that 2015 one with fallout 4 uh, i don't think you're gonna beat that one until uh, a new elder scrolls or a new <laughs> yeah. fallout comes out honestly <laughs> <Sad> truth. <laughs> now honestly i think um I, i'm sure both of them are in development i know we know elder scrolls is uh, in mm-hmm. terms of fallout 5 i think we we know that too for for sure Fallout 5 is is almost a guarantee just because of how much money fallout yeah. 4 made you know i now don't get excited at least for Fallout 5 yet, I think that's got another, like, three years or four years down the yeah, line. it's a while away. You know, um, I'm still pumped for Red Dead. I know that's not even yeah, that's, Bethesda, but I just thought, that just popped into my head. I wonder if that's even going to make 2017. I, I uh, like. Probably, well, no, didn't it say fall? Yeah, just I feel like Rockstar, they, them being how they are, they'll delay it. and It's either going to be fall 2017 or very early, like, early spring 2018. Yeah, it's a, I always... When I see that, I feel like spring 2018. Yeah. I'd love it for it to be in the fall. Yeah. But as, as for stuff we want to see in... Just in E3 overall or Bethesda? I mean, we could do both. But, I mean, for E3, we'll, we'll talk about Bethesda for a second. Okay. Um, I know the, the question on a lot of our listeners' tongues is, more than likely, will Bethesda Game Studios be there? And I think it's safe to assume, at the very least, that we'll see them at, in some form. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll be big form like Fallout 4 or if it'll be little like this year where yeah. they just did, oh, yeah, we got a little thing here. Uh, Fallout Shelter on the PC, Skyrim Special Edition. Here's yeah. the last bit of Fallout 4 DLC to make it into a nice little presentation. Yeah. I think it's. I think Bethesda's learned their lesson with staying quiet for too long with fallout 4 because um now you see todd saying like yeah we're doing elder scrolls 6 at some point like that's a that's a huge thing to do is to confirm it that early well okay here here, here's okay i see what you're saying and i agree i think there's a difference between staying quiet for a while and like showing a trailer Mm -hmm. like if you remember when gta 5 came out they showed a trailer for that and then years went by and then it finally came out I think if they had said Grand Theft Auto V is in the works but showed no trailers, no one would get all hyped up and expect it, which is kind of yeah. what they've done with Elder Scrolls. Yeah. You know, if they showed a trailer, I think they did Fallout 4 right. If you want my honest opinion, I think they did it right. Yeah. Um, some people are going to definitely disagree with me on that. But, mm. you know, in terms of the, the release and the, and the talking about it, when to talk about it, stuff like that, uh, I think it was well done. Yeah, uh-huh. if you look at the big picture for Fallout 4, it was just for us it was like a day by day thing and when things dried up you were like when are they going to talk about it and yeah yeah so there was definitely that but in the terms of expecting to see them i'd say yeah in some form what could we expect from bethesda game studios i've made the bold prediction i'm like yo i feel like they're going to come out with a not i don't know if it'll be a, a 2017 game but i feel like it'll be a 2018 game because you're talking about new IP, like yeah, that's the thing. Is I feel like if it's a new IP, you got to market that a little bit more. It's not a, a mainstream name like a Fallout or an Elder Scrolls, which yeah. can, which you can release within five months. I mean, maybe if the game looks good enough. I'm not a expert on marketing, but I'm thinking maybe yeah. if the game looks good enough that you don't need that bigger period. But 
I, I feel yeah. like if Bethesda Game Studios was to do something new, especially with the distrust after Fallout 4, understandably so, that maybe they should take some more time to say, like, let's show them this and now this and, and gradually roll out mechanics into the game and right. let people learn exactly what it's all about. Right. So my prediction is that, yeah, in 2017, maybe they'll come out and announce a new game and it'll release in 2018 at, at some point. I, I have to agree. I have to agree. I, I've often wondered, too, if uh, Bethesda's going to mess with, like, uh, Bethesda Game Studios. Is not it maybe look at... We had talked about this the other week, um, about maybe a Fallout Online. Or, or and Elder, you know, Elder Scrolls Online, they already have, but, like, a Fallout Online, you know, if, if they're going to mess with something like that. I kind of doubt it this soon. I think if they were going to do something with it, they would have already talked about it a little bit, but maybe... Yeah. You know, I mean, E3 is the place to do it if you're going to talk about it. So Yeah, and you know, maybe. I know it sounds a little far-fetched, right, to, to start right. flinging out there. Like, yo, dude, Bethesda Game Studios. But I, I look at it this way. Just recently was PSX, which we'll briefly talk about. But during that conference, Naughty Dog just released seven months ago Uncharted 4. And they announced at this conference a standalone – they don't call it DLC, but it's a standalone Uncharted game, which is longer than – one of the previous entries, I think, I think a previous, I think the Left Behind DLC for The mm. Last of Us, but it's shorter than Uncharted Four, so it's somewhere in between where it's not like this full fledged production game. But they announced that, and then they announced The Last of Us Two, which is huge. That's a that big, is that, huge. yeah, that's a big AAA game. That's a full development game. Well, so and it's got a huge uh, uh, shoes to fill too with yeah, uh, Last of yeah, Us One being absolutely. as fantastic as it was. Before we get into that, though point being is that you know this is a company that just released the game seven months ago and they're already coming out with like saying new uncharted new the last of us yeah those are two huge things all at once where i don't think it's too far-fetched to say say that oh bethesda game studios comes out almost two years later after the announcement of fallout 4 right and says hey we got something else in the works now and talks about it now i, I gotta be honest with you matt i haven't i haven't played a game by naughty dog in a long time has been, been many I, so I'm, I'm letting you talk here um, okay. i'm letting you go on here yeah i mean see well that's the issue is that <laughs> i am one of the few people who was not crazy about uncharted it's just not my cup of tea i was thinking about it earlier i was taking a shower and like thinking like when we talk about uncharted i'm gonna have right. to somehow word why i don't love it and i think it's because so many people love it and i'm just well, like this is good i feel like uncharted is one of those games that's it's not it's i think it's maybe a little linear mm. than you want it to be now it is i know it has it's like open yeah four was to more it. it's, open. it's not super linear but like i think it's um you know if you're not if you're not used to that or maybe not open to that as much i, I definitely think it can because uh, matt i i I've known you for a long time, and I know the like kind of games you like, and you do like open world games. You like other games too, but you like. Yeah. It seems like open world games have always struck a chord with you. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> so it's like it's like I think maybe, you know, I, I'm not I'm not sure what I'm getting at here, and people are already writing their hate comments for me. Stop. Well, next Stop. week I'm gonna choose some of them. Our, like, right. our viewers are really nice. They fucking hate me, Matt. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you encourage it by saying that. I know. <laughs> fuck with you. I gotta, yeah, I love it. What the fuck was I talking about? I was getting on a roll. Oh, yeah, Uncharted. Yeah, I I like the series. I really do. I played 1 and 2. I have not played 3. I have not played 4. I did review 4 on my channel because my one of my best friends, Connor, is Connor. a diehard Uncharted fan. And he played it and loved it. So I thought that would be the best person to have review the game because he knows what he's talking about. For me, I just, 
like the perfect term you used is it just doesn't strike a chord with me like i just i don't mind the action adventure games like gears of war 4 is a recent example that was one of my favorite games of this year and i was very much a more linear experience Hmm. so i don't have an issue with that type of stuff it's just that i like i said i think it boils down to uncharted is just that series that people put on a pedestal and i get why but for me i just it it's not it's okay it's not the most amazing thing in the world it's it's like not a huge deal to me. And I see what you're saying. A lot of people compare it like, oh, it's like Indiana Jones and stuff. It's like, well, I'm not a huge fan of Indiana Jones It, either, it reminds so. me more of like Laura Croft, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like Tomb Raider and stuff like that. I know Tomb Raider has its own thing, but it, it's mm. always reminded me of Tomb Raider. Because essentially that's what it is. You know, I mean. Yeah, and anyone who wants to deny Noah, I'm pretty sure the Boston Xbox was like, yeah, we bought out Tomb Raider because we want our own Uncharted. So yeah. there's definitely parallels you can draw yeah. between the two. And that's not a bad thing. You know, I think both games do well. I mean, both games have gotten great reviews. Mm. You know, I, I, I know plenty of people maybe that like them. Maybe it's something with that type of exploration thing because even the could be. Rise of the Tomb Raider, I, I played them and played and beat the first Tomb Raider. That one left a ending left a bad taste in my mouth, to be honest yeah. with you. I was. I remember texting you, you know, I was so confused. Yeah, I, I, I was like, that. how did this game get a nine? I was so yeah. baffled because that ending was just so Well, stupid. but the gameplay itself was good. Yeah, but even then, like, I was like, this no. isn't like a nine to me. It, it uh, was a very, but I've always been a, 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 I think story is just as important as gameplay. So I feel if like one's off, then that's a big part yeah, of the package missing for me. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've. That's a interesting little bit there. It's de- it's definitely gameplay. Uh, story definitely plays a huge role in it too. But it's, it's like for me, it's like story is like or gameplay is like sixty percent. Story is the other forty. You know what I mean? That I that I want in a game. I, I want to change that about myself to some degree, where I can I get into games that don't have a crazy good story, and I can a lot of the times like arcade games where I know like there's no way there's gonna be a story here. Um, but well, games it's like that- for me. But I no. guess it's for me when when games have a story like yeah we're trying to tell this story here they like you, you hear the developer comments on it. it's like okay I'm gonna take this story seriously then I'm gonna try to engage myself and when it's not that good I feel a little let not let down but I I just it, that throws me off a little bit with yeah. certain games. Well, it's like I I just as you know man I, I started playing The Witcher recently and I'm about about 15 hours in and um you know I'm a level nine for people to gauge that roughly excuse me um. But the, the story's definitely kept me interested enough to where, you know, I want to keep going. But I also have a lot of fun with the gameplay, you know, playing Gwent against other people and, and going after the cyclists and stuff. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, it's it's really driven me to have fun with the game. Um, and usually I'm not too, too into sword slashers. Yes. Um, you know, in the style of Final Fantasy and, and the style of Witcher, I'm not, I'm not usually super into them. Um, or, but or this Skyrim, because I remember is, you, you were pretty No, I was into, I'm I was saying, into before, Skyrim. Before Skyrim. You were pretty adamant, like I don't like that fantasy medieval. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I liked, like I like guns. Yeah. <laughs> I like guns. I wasn't a huge. But fan I, of I mean, I get that. There's there's yeah. a certain appeal to that medieval stuff, and I don't, I think it's one of those you gotta try to really find out. And, yeah, and that's the thing I find myself doing with Witcher. I do enjoy it. I find myself thinking about it when I'm not playing, and and you know I'll go on and I'll I'll play it. Um, I, I'm trying not to let it lose like lose its appeal to me, you know, and I'm keeping myself doing stuff in the game because I don't want to be like, oh, that was fun and only put like 15 hours or 16 yeah. hours. In. You know, I, I am, you know, trying to. And at the same token, there's a part of me that wants to play, too. So it's like, you know, I think that's a good mixture. I'm not forcing myself to play. Yeah. Um you know, like there, there were. I, I know XCOM. I love, I loved XCOM, but XCOM was one of those games that I felt so forced 
to play rather than like actually enjoying it. You know, it was it was an awesome game, but at the same token, I was like scared to play it because of the permadeath and all that stuff. Yeah. Like it was just like, it God was, damn it, it. Was intimidating. You had to be in the right mindset to really exactly. tackle it. Yeah, I, I love XCOM though. XCOM Two this year was one of my my fucking favorite games. Right and, and it looks like an awesome game. I would love to. Yeah, I think that's a damn masterpiece when it comes to strategy yeah. well, gameplay. And, and you and I love the first one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thank you for that because I I would have never liked strategy games if Noah didn't tell me to get Enemy Unknown. Yeah. Well, and then you you had Civ too, and you played Civ with Eddie and I, and that yeah. that's a fun one. Civ takes for fucking ever though. Let me think. Yeah, Multiplayer that's, game. I, that's Civ one of those games like I. I want to play Civ Six so bad, but I just that's I don't a, have the time. That's a, like, yeah, I was gonna say that's a time sink. I'm not looking yeah. to do right now. That's that's like a a summer game. I call it where you're yeah. backlogging and you're trying to catch up on, on a lot. Uh, of shit. Yeah, if you have a couple days off, there there is another thing I wanted to talk about too because we were on the subject of gameplay and stuff like that. So game of the year uh, came mm. out from the uh, Game Awards, and game of the year was Overwatch. And I wanted to know your opinion on that, whether or not now now mind you, last year it was Witcher Three. So yeah. is that is that a formidable award for Overwatch to get? It's hard. I mean, okay, here's the thing is that, I mean, it was up against, like, Uncharted 4. Yep. And a lot of people thought, like, that's what deserved it because that was the sum of great story, great gameplay, great music, okay. great acting. It was everything you needed to, to make a great $60 video game. Right. On the other hand, though, I think it's important that Overwatch won because that shows that people can recognize really good multiplayer design because i think a lot what a lot of people don't get about overwatch and i understand why is if you're like you or i we've been playing call of duty for example since we were like 13 we've gone through a million and one competitive first person shooters all across the board and overwatch is the first that really struck that chord of balance and fun and also competitiveness where I think it's really important that it won an award to recognize that it's not just about, and I, I know this may sound like a contradiction because I just said how important story is, but right, it's not right. just about those games that tell a good story. Right. It's about the video games we play for fun. Overwatch it boils down. I play it as a competitive shooter, really, but I, it boils down to a lot of fun. Right, and, and it doesn't. And parts of Overwatch don't take itself so seriously. You know, yeah. it's not. It's not like you're playing Battlefield or like you're playing Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it truly is. I mean, it's like Team Fortress, but at the same token, it, it has. It's fun to look at Overwatch. You know what I mean? It's fun to watch it. It's fun to play it, like you said. Um, and you still have that really nice balance there. Yeah. I mean, people will complain, like, oh, modes are repetitive, maps, maps are repetitive. I don't take that away from the game at all because I, I can definitely understand how people feel that way. For me, it's that each hero is the game mode for me. That's, that's how a good, I view That's a good way of looking at it. That's and a I really think, good way of looking at and, it. And that's why I think it won it and why a lot of people don't get it is because a lot of people, I've, I've seen tons of uh, what are they called in Overwatch? Career profiles. And you look at these people, they'll play like 40 hours of the same hero. Like me, I have this, I'm not saying I'm the ideal Overwatch You want to scatter. I, yeah, scat- I, I literally scatter all my heroes. Like I yeah. have like, right now it's like five hours in each. Like it's just right. that good balance because I'm like, oh, this map I want to play is this person. It'll fit well. And, you know, when you experiment with the heroes, you step out of that bubble. It's like a brand new game mode because you're playing the game entirely differently. And you right. s- it shows how each hero can work around the map and it, different and effective way so for me i'm a huge overwatch fan so i was really happy to see it win but if 
Uncharted 4, for example, were to beat it, I don't know what else is on the list, but if Uncharted, I think Doom was there too. If any of those games were really to win it, from what I can remember, yeah. I, I wouldn't have argued it either. You know, I would have been like, oh, darn, I wish Overwatch won. I made a joke on Twitter, like, hey, guys, thanks for doubting how much I love Overwatch, because now yeah. I won Game of the Year. And a couple of people were actually legitimately upset about it. I was like, look, I'm just I'm just kidding. Like, it's not a huge deal to me, because no, at the end of yeah. the day, it's an opinion. We can like whatever games we want. I, not, not a huge deal. I think um oh shit I think I found Overwatch winning a little bit interesting um only because like you had said uh you wouldn't have found Uncharted surprising to win it because it did have the mix of like you know gameplay and story and all that and I feel like Overwatch though is really fun and really well done uh, again one of the best well balanced shooters you know that game is going to be alive forever and it's going to rival like counter strike and stuff like that in terms of its lifespan you know I'm, i don't doubt that at all um but i i just i think it's a little interesting because uh it is a multiplayer only game and you you do lack that story um there's lore i know that and there's yeah, the but there's that's the, not the that's game. not story though yeah um and and I, I thought it was interesting, and I was kind of surprised um, because I think if it had won like best multiplayer game of the year, I would be like, cool, awesome. I think you it know, did. that's the thing. Well, that's fine, but game yeah. of the year, you know, that's where I, I, again I found it surprising, and it's hard for me to articulate why. Um, I think because for a lot of gamers, and maybe this is the thing you're having an issue with is a lot of people feel that if it's just multiplayer only, it's almost it's missing something. It doesn't have that story. So it's, yeah, it's not in a, a way. Game. In a way. Now it's funny because earlier I said, "Well, I, I like gameplay more than story," mm. um, and that's true. But that doesn't mean um, it's a case by case thing. For, yeah, for I mean, to me, this is like the same thing as like again. I'm not comparing Overwatch to Team Fortress Two, but it's like saying Team Fortress Two won Game of the Year, and I was like, "What?" Mm. You know, because it's like it's like yeah, I could see it winning Best Multiplayer, but again, Game of the Year like. Now, then I thought to myself, what else came out this year that could have rivaled that? And you had said Uncharted 2, or Uncharted 4, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and there was Gears 4, and there was, uh, uh, what was the other one you said? I have a list of games I actually beat right here, so let, awesome. me just, let me just go through it. I'm not saying this is every game of the year, but I tried to play the big releases we got. I'm not saying these are all game of the year right, nominees, right, right. but these are just them, big, big games. XCOM 2, Far Cry Primal, uh, The Division... Quantum Break, Ratchet and Clank, Doom, um, Deus Ex, the newest one. See that kind of I, like was that even in the running? What was the I, issue I, with Deus Ex? I, I think the ending was really bad okay. from what I've okay. heard. Um, mm, Gears of War four, Mafia three. I'm not saying like like I said, yeah, no, not I'm a game of the year. Battlefield one, I think that was there. Uh, I don't think Battlefield one should have won. I, though I though I I like the game. I mm-hmm. love the game. I don't think it was up for. Watch Dogs 2. That game is a It's a surprisingly good game, but that's, that's all I have written down right now. Okay, so, I mean... So, it wasn't like a... I, I mean, I think it was a good year for games in the terms of, like... I, I just always look at 2014. That was, like, the pinnacle, horrible year for video games in my yes, eyes. Like 2014. Even, like, I'm sorry, but when you're saying... And this is just my opinion. I know a lot of us out there love Dragon Age Inquisition. I thought that was one of the worst... That, that is the worst Bioware game I've ever fucking played. Yeah. Even worse than there was Dragon a lot Age of 2. Stuff too. I'm, and, I'm trying to just that those MMO gameplay mechanics just disgusted me. I, that was yeah. so simplistic for a Bioware game. It wasn't even funny. And, and the 
story didn't grip me as much. It, uh-huh. You know, I guess I hold Bioware, as you all know, to a really high standard with Knights of the Republic and Dragon Age. So when they made that game out, I was really disappointed in them. Yeah. And seeing it win Game of the Year just confused me. But, I mean, also, Shadow of Mordor, another great game, but that didn't scream Game of the Year to me. So it, it was a very shit year. So for me, I'm a little more optimistic at looking at yeah. 2014 in comparison to any year. But I also have to take 2016 as it is. And it's been a solid year. Like like I said, there's been some standouts. But Yeah. I, I and, and, again, I'm not hating on Overwatch by any means. It's a fantastic yeah. game. I have it and play it myself. Um, the, the, one of the things I, this is a personal, um, issue I've had with Overwatch. It's really hard for me to have a, a continuous amount of fun when I'm playing alone. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Too. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's another thing I, I kind of find yeah. funky with it when in game of the year is that it's like, I, I, you, you have to play with people. Yeah. I have yet to play the fucking game with people. You know I gave what you I mean? props for putting as much time as you did into it uh, with solo yeah. queues. I, I know a lot of, a very, not a lot, but I know very few people. Who do that yeah. and it's well not, and when you play by I, yourself you can basically only play as either tracer or reinhardt mm-hmm. like those yeah. are the t- that's all like yeah, yeah, you can you be could, a healer too but yeah you know you have to you have to get really lucky i feel because i can't even i i love overwatch it's currently my game of the year yeah and i cannot solo queue in that game it's yeah. it's i could it's, i've done it before but i i just think to myself i should go play something else because i want to yeah. wait till i have a team who i can i can communicate with because that's right. when i i really get into it and well, and that's the same thing, like, with Call of Duty. You yeah, know, like, imagine any, any when they had League play, imagine solo queuing yeah, exactly. play back or and play. I, I don't play Battlefield 1 alone either, because they're multiplayer games. They're multiple players. Well, Battlefield, Battlefield 1, you can have some fun alone. Even if you have one other person in Battlefield 1, you can have some fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Eddie and I have done that a couple times. But, but again, you're right. It, multiplayer should be played, uh, you know, with other people. You know, with friends, rather. It's yeah, but I agree that it's it's odd. I didn't even think of it that way. That you're you're very right that it's it's a total difference yeah. night and day between you got The Witcher three, which wins Game of the Year last year, and then you got which you will only play alone, you know. Yeah, like. and then you got the other spectrum, which is Overwatch, which multiplayer. But uh, the one I, I think Inside was also listed there, which is an independent game, and I really I might be wrong by saying that, but I, I admired what Jeff Keighley did with the Game Award nominees because he listed something that included everything because a game's a game at the end of the day you got your multiplayer games you had your story games you had independent games and it it gave everyone a fair shot to have their genre represented but the top tier of that genre um and i I think that was really important too and i guess the people voted overwatch i didn't vote or anything but i would have voted overwatch if i had Given the given the list of choices, if I you know I haven't played Uncharted four, so I probably would have voted Overwatch two. You know, just because. Um, now, uh, Witcher three Blood and Wine did win uh, best DLC of the year. Yeah, it came yeah out. I think it won best RPG as well, which is crazy because best it's a DLC, DLC and RPG and it's a DLC. Yeah, yeah, it's, like it's, that's that shows some fucking talent right there. Yeah, we made well, a DLC I, and we took home a reward. Like, yeah, what? that's why I'm like <laughs> playing this game right now because it's just like I just need to I I need to see what the deal is, you know. And and so far yeah. I'm having uh, you know a blast playing through it. Yeah, I got no, my it's, first it's rare sword yesterday. So good. No, it's a fantastic game. I I recommend it to anyone who ever wants to try it. That The Witcher Three, yes. you don't have to play the previous Witcher games to understand no, what's happening. No, you don't. It's a, a wonderful game. I put like almost 200 hours into it, I think, around its launch period, and I didn't see everything yet. I still had side quests. Yeah. I still had those question marks on the map. I, I, I mean, this game, this game's intimidating, man. So if you guys are going to be picking this up, make sure you got time, especially because I think the uh, Heart of Stones, I think it's called, that first DLC, those 
I, I think I've heard 15-ish hours, and then Blood and Wine is like 30-plus hours. Yeah, Blood and Wine adds a lot, apparently, to the game. Um, I, I haven't played either of the DLCs because I'm mm. still playing the game. But, um, yeah, it's... it's. See, the reason I haven't, like, really sprung after all the Witcher 3 DLCs, because I know there's going to... Right now, it's not that I'm not interested. I'd love to go back to the Witcher. I really do. But uh, with all these games coming out and stuff, I know there's going to be a time where it's going to be a quiet period where I'm going to have a lot yeah. of time to sink into a different game, and it's I'm going to go straight back to The Witcher and, and play its DLC, yeah, and, and really catch up on what was so big about Blood and Wine and, and all that stuff. Because I mean, Blood and, Blood and Wine apparently looks at um, it's either the first DLC, or the second DLC. It looks at vampires a lot. That's not a spoiler. This is what you see from the trailers. I know the first one, I, I played a little bit of Heart of Stones, and I know there's a, a ghost, and you're helping him get his body back or get into yeah. a body, something like that. I forgot the exact story so far, hmm. but... That's interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, the Witcher... They're also re- the other reason I want to start The Witcher 3 again is because, I mean, they set the bar high for RPGs, and that's my, that's my favorite game genre, so I want to I wanna know what the top-tier stuff is when it comes to... Not yeah. only just the base game, which I know it's strong about it, but what the DLC did that made that like the best RPG of the year. Yeah, I mean, what else? What other RPGs came out? Uh, it really was a quiet year for RPGs. Um, well, you had Final Fantasy, but that was a little late to the party. Yeah, I, Final Fantasy fifteen is not. Hmm. It has a lot more choices in the game than I actually imagined. So it is really an RPG. I mean, there's a lot of leveling choices and gear and conversation options, which shocked me personally. Yeah, I didn't expect that in a in a game of its scope with a bunch of boy band. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I'm gonna talk shit. I'm gonna talk shit about care. Final Fantasy. They I'm acknowledge just... it. They talked about their hair at one point, and there's an accessory you can get because when it rains, huh. their hairstyle changes. Right, and I love that. And and you can get it's called styling gel, and it's like don't mess up your perfect hair. Now when it rains, your hair stays in place. I was like, that's God great. damn it. I was like, that's great. They're <laughs> just acknowledging. <laughs> I thought Jesus. I laughed so hard at that, but I, I'm let's uh. I get, do we have any more predictions about Bethesda's? I, I personally, I don't. Do we have questions? Did we get questions? We did not get questions. But I was going to say, do we have any favorite news bits? Um, Not really. We talked about them, which was the, the Game Awards stuff True. for me. So. For me, my favorite news bit was The Last of Us Part Two being announced. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huge. Huge. I didn't see. I haven't oh, seen anything yeah. of PSX, but honestly, it wouldn't affect me because I don't, I don't have a PlayStation. Yeah. No, I can understand why. It was a really strong conference. You can see just how much they hold back at E3 for this conference. Yeah. But it was it was great. I mean, they, they showed a lot of games off. They showed Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I don't know if you're into that series, but I liked uh, Marvel vs. Capcom yeah. 3. Right. And to see a sequel. I mean, part of it was crushing, and I put this on my Twitter, but <laughs> I see Mega Man. Like, you see, like, his, his fucking feet, and I'm like... Do a new Mega Man game, like yes, I was, right. and then I was, it goes back up, and it's and like, then, yeah, you see Ryu from Street Fighter. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I, okay, I know what this is, but fuck, dude. It was hilarious though. During the PSX conference, there was some guy in the crowd during oh. that reveal losing his fucking shit. Like it would be me if Knights of the Old Republic Three was announced. Like he was standing up, like let's go, let's go. Like he was oh fucking. God. He, you could hear him over Security everyone. No, <laughs> dude. Like the the guy on the stage, they like, pointed at him, and was like like clapping Jesus and stuff. Christ. Like it was this guy was losing his mind. That's insane. It was it was insane. It was like think of your favorite game ever getting a sequel and amplify that excitement by forty, and that's what this, this guy, guy was. Yeah, Jesus. He, he was fucking losing his mind it was amazing that was me when the gta 5 trailer 
came out first, like the very first one. Mm. That was yeah. I, I'll was, always look back at Fallout Four for that type of excitement because yeah. I, I just I will never forget. Just like rolling over bed, I'm like, today feels different. I just grab my phone and like everyone's like, Maddie, get oh. up, and it's like, you know, please stand by. I was like, oh, yeah. let's do this. Here we go. Oh. So do we? Do we? We don't have questions. Should we grab some? Do you want to grab some? Or are you short short on time? Do you want to? Um, we got uh, ten minutes right now, so yeah, let's grab some questions. All right, I'll let you tweet it. I had a picture of Dang and Ruffa up. Oh, okay, Dang and Ruffa, dude, Dang and Ruffa. Yeah, I, I have yet to uh, dive into Gwent in uh, Witcher Three. I have my manager was talking to me about it today. Oh, also while you're grabbing questions, uh, game steep. Today is twelve three. Uh, December 3rd. So it uh, just came out. I don't know. There's no review reviews out yet for it. Yeah, because there was no review they copies. They didn't want to do lunch. review copies yet, but it looks fun. I don't know. I think it looks fun. Mm. I, in, a, in, a, in a month when the game maybe has like two, two you know, out of ten or something like that. <laughs> Suck my ass. I don't care. No, but, no, no, no. I'm laughing because uh, th- th- we have a couple of followers that, or I have a couple of followers, and they have this pro hockey player named phil kessel uh-huh. and and a lot of people just have fucking stupid pictures of him as their profile pictures god damn it and around the election period he uh he created his own t-shirt and it was it was like vote phil it was like nice guy works hard loves the game it was just so <laughs> fucking so fucking cheesy uh i'm waiting for some questions to come in but uh no one likes us here oh hold on we got uh- some what do you want? A Harry Potter MMO also thoughts on Fantastic Beasts. I haven't seen Fantastic Beasts. A Harry Potter MMO would be awesome. Done in the style what? of like, what? Like not MMO. Maybe that's the wrong one. Maybe RPG is a better way of saying it. My brother loves Harry Potter. I, I, I well, you like Fantastic Part of me feels Fantasy. like I, I just don't like it because he loves it so much. I'm like, I'm like fuck that's, you. That's probably very much the yeah, reason. Yeah, I'm going to spite you. Fuck this. Because he doesn't like Star Wars, so I'm like, fuck you. That's bullshit. That's annoying. That would piss me off. <laughs> but uh, thoughts on Fantastic Beasts? I want to see that as well. I'm very curious about that. Yeah, I have um, yet to see. I've heard it's good though. I've heard it. It doesn't throw like Harry Potter stuff at you. You know, it's like its own movie, which which is what I've heard. That makes me happy. CJ Broomer Music says, "Hate to bring up Zelda, but thoughts on the new Breath of the Wild trailer?" I, I haven't seen it, so I have. And as someone who I, we talked about this last week, Lone and I. Um, I'm not a huge Zelda fan at all. I've only played three Zelda games. That's Ocarina of Time. I mean, I played a lot of Zelda games, but I have only beat three. It was Ocarina of Time, uh, Link to the Past, and Twilight Princess. So very early Zelda games, I did not like Wind Waker at all. Majora's Mask, I just didn't enjoy the time crunch. Uh, Link to the Link Between Worlds just didn't didn't strike a good chord with me. That's like the phrase of the podcast. That so, really is. So we're gonna title it. You know, strike the chord. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just didn't find much enjoyment in recent Zelda games. Personally, I know that I'm very much alone on that opinion. But based off what I've seen, I mean, the new Zelda game looks a lot like Skyrim in a way. It's that open world, just free exploration, going place to place, fighting enemies. I, I'm, I'm very curious about it. And seeing that it's going to be on Nintendo Switch, which I am hoping to pick up on launch, I am excited to play that not only on my TV, but on the go. So, I'm a fan of the Breath of the Wild. I'm willing to give it a chance. Um, oh, here's another great question. These are, these are great questions. What This comes from B-Boy. I think I know which question it is. Yes, you do. 
What year do you reckon Final Fantasy VII Never. Remake come out? Hasn't it been in development for like 600 years or is that... No, like, okay, it's a whole story because... Oh, it's a whole story. Oh, okay. Well, because what happens when the PS3 was first announced or was released... So we're going all the way back to PS3. Let's just stop and think about that for a second. Okay, I continue. am not done. <laughs> so they made a trailer to show a tech demo to show the power of the ps3 okay and they used final fantasy 7 oh, so okay. people were like oh dude it's gonna be a remake and they're like we're yeah. not going to do and, and square being very short-sighted as they tend to be we're like no no we're not going to do that that was just a tech demo then they create a new engine called the cloud engine cloud strife final fantasy 7 or, or no wait not cloud engine um oh my god oh my god Whatever the engine name is, we don't. It was for those who are Final Fantasy VII fans out there. You'll correct me, but it's the the big bad company that you fight against a lot of the game, and they they named the engine after that. So once again, people are like, "Oh, another Final Fantasy VII reference." Okay, cool. And then after that, they said that Final Fantasy VII is coming to PS4, and they start showing this trailer at E3. I think it was two years ago or something like that. Oh my fucking god! And everyone's, like, hyped up because it's showing the PS1 version of Final Fantasy VII. And people are thinking the, the trailer is going to transform into this new version of Final Fantasy VII where everything's updated, but it was just a port. And people were like, are you fucking kidding me? And then next year, they finally came out and were like, okay, we're doing an actual remake. So, really, development probably so, started, so, started sometime around early 2015. Oh, that's when we think it started. Yeah, but it, the game the Square's game won't be out for three years. Yeah, Square's been fucking yanking the chain of every uh, game out that, there for a that, while. That pisses me off. This is one of the reasons I'm not a Final Fantasy fan because it's shit like this that I've heard about since 2006, whenever the PS3 <laughs> came out. You know, in a ten ten fucking years of wondering when this shit's gonna come out. Like I, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I just they've, they've showed they could do it. I mean, Final Fantasy 15 just came out. Obviously, they could that was, do it. That was. Uh, that was ten years ago. Well, they're too. like, hey, like make them wonder. You know, it's like it's the it's fucking Half Life Three. You know, it's the same kind of shit. Yeah, and what's weird is that Square Enix is like a fully financially, from from what I can tell, stable well, company yeah. where they I can mean, invest they in games. Other games like, yeah, they can invest know? in games and stuff. So I don't know what's the struggle with getting your best series out the door. I don't know. But as for to answer the question, when do I think the it'll come out? I think it'll be another year from now. I think we're going to see oh. gameplay in 2017, but I think it'll be a 2018 game. I know it's going to be a multi-part game because they want to... No, okay, here's the thing. is that It definitely is to sell more copies, but... Am I, I going to have I, Final you... Fantasy like 7 or whichever version it is, dash 1, and then a Final Fantasy 7 dash 2? I think, I think it's going to be like that, but it makes sense. You haven't played final fantasy 7. i haven't but the game is the game is huge the th- this game, is the reason but i'm saying the, the game is fucking giant right. there was there I, i've already be, offended enough people no, no, I I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying i think it's stupid i made a video about episodic gaming a while ago saying i i hate that they're doing with this the exception of telltale games episodic yeah. games are annoying as shit but you know with a final fantasy game especially final fantasy 7 one of its strongest parts is its story and to break that up i think is so dumb but it also makes sense because that game is so big. And to stay true to everything that game offers, you do have to break it up. Right. You do. And is there really a three-day boss battle? In, in 15? Yes. Um, I don't know yet. I, I feel like that's a myth. How is oh. that possible? I've heard it was. I heard that. I, saw, I don't know. I've heard from multiple people say that the three-day boss battle is an actual thing. Which is 
fucking ridiculous to me. <laughs> I don't care how we wanted the player to be immersed in our game. Well, so it's a three-day boss battle. They, were, they had something in fucking... Um, Back, way back when in Metal Gear Solid it was like a day long uh, boss battle or there was like a way to beat it if you left your PlayStation on for a day or something like that the, the sniper would get tired or I, I don't remember exactly what it was but what? it was something like that yeah it was with the PS1 and um and, and it was just like why 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 we keep doing this kind of shit yeah I don't and why, I don't... Better, yeah why are they always from Japanese games? I'm not try- I'm not a racist against Japanese games because one of my favorite games is Metal Gear Solid Five, you know. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck? Yeah, like, it, can't we just make the games games? We don't need to bring them into like days long boss fights. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen it yet. I've heard things Fair. about it, but I just feel like it's. I can't, and maybe there's a way around it. There's it's probably be, like yeah. three days. I'm thinking to myself, okay. You you at least acknowledge that that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, no. Like, when I heard that, I was like, that's not even cool. That's stupid. It, exactly. Me. Like I, I I imagine there's like a way an around. hour is pushing it to me. Yes. An hour. Yeah. Three days. <laughs> fuck off. I'm yeah. not doing it. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I think we're good. Is are you? Is there any more questions you want to do? Or right, we got some time. Um, we got some other questions too. Would you consider Destiny... Hold on, wait. This is a continued question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if you... People. Okay, okay. Um, Bleachfan2299 says, Will you consider Destiny 2 after seeing that the director seems to be continually improving upon his product? How... Um, okay, that was it. Now, he, he put part one. I thought there was going to be a part two, but part two was a separate question. Um, but yeah, he, he was asking, would we give Destiny 2 a chance after seeing the director continually improve upon his product? Well- I haven't played the first one, but I, I had heard that the story was a little lackluster, you know, something like that. It was Destiny, Awful. I guess. It was, it was well, fucking yeah. terrible. I want them to expand on the universe, mm. or like, like you know, a little bit more. I give the game credit, though. Apparently, it's kept certain diehard players in yeah. for this long. I mean, that's, that's worth something. As far as I'm concerned, Destiny needs to do two things to get my attention again. Number one is story, yeah, because... I, I've heard that in the um, one of the recent expansions that they actually did a story-focused expansion. It was very good. So that's great. That That's good. They're well, learning. We know and, yeah, they I was going to say, it. Bungie can tell a good story. They just need to put that focus there and yeah. actually tell one, not say, Here, here's an app. You can get some more info there. No, fuck you. Um, yeah. And like I said, the only special exception I make is Overwatch. I will go out of my way to learn more, but I'm more invested in that fr- well, there's series. there's different reasons, Yeah. And uh, that might sound like a cop-out. It kind of is. But that's just how I stand. You know, Because Destiny also doesn't loop me in with its gameplay. It's not like, okay, whatever, fuck the story. It's got great gameplay. You're shooting things in that basic RNG loot system. You know, I, yeah. I can't stand that in games nowadays. Take a page out of Borderlands book. They did random loot beautifully. You can't do it better than Borderlands when it comes you to really that, can. that it... random loot. Where you got your set, your set unique weapons that are different from anything else. Those are fun to collect. But those random weapons you get on the ground, that constant progression is great. Where in Destiny, I will fucking dominate in a raid or something like that, and I'll get the shittiest weapon. And That's tried annoying. To, yeah, and they've tried to fix it time and time again. It's like, just get rid of the system. No random loot. Or set rewards. Or you know. Yeah, set rewards, weapon upgrades, and make those weapon upgrades a, a bit of a grind so that at least... Players can have the same weapons, but I can reskin it. I can make it better if I yeah. put the time into it. That way, there's a difference in weapons me and the other players are using so it makes my character feel unique it's not that hard to work around it in the terms of ideas conceptually yeah yeah 
I don't I don't get why they're being a stick in the mud with that. Yeah. Um, they're doing a holiday update though. That was at PSX. It's called the Dawning. It looked pretty interesting. It's interesting. Um, here's a a good question to top it off on though. We're gonna do a game of the year podcast like we always do, and um, right now, uh, what's your name? Well, he's got M Todd the Preacher, but um, his real Twitter handle is Sarcas Gamer. He says, "What are your top games this year?" Oh boy, that's a broad question. Um, well, so far I'm having fun with The Witcher Three, so that's definitely one of them. Um, I haven't purchased enough new games honestly right now to, to have a, a major list mm-hmm. um i am a fan of doom um let me open up my steam here just so i remember let's say it's not got. let's say it's not current though like games that you've just been playing this year games i've just been playing i've been playing uh what's it called witcher 3 uh well witcher 3 didn't even come out this year but um uh, 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 shit. You go while I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. For me, obviously, number one's Overwatch. That's kind of out of the question. Overwatch. Battlefield 1 as well. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just now, just now popping up. No, you're fine. Um, I'm going to try to think of current games this year. <clears throat> I haven't solidified, like, I usually do a one through five. Yeah. And That's a tough thing to do this year. It's been a it's been a pretty good year for games. So. Yeah, one is definitely Overwatch though. I, I unless Final Fantasy fifteen really starts it's the nail. Yeah, it starts hitting it home for me. Um I don't see Overwatch getting moved out of that position. I haven't played The Last Guardian yet though, so that's a game that could have a chance of cracking my list because I've heard that um well not heard, but I, I know the game has a lot of high expectations and it's by a company who has repeatedly made really good games like Ico or Eco, I don't know how to pronounce it, and Shadow of the Colossus, which is a great game I've played. Um, yeah. Dishonored 2 is definitely going to be in that list, I think. I, even after digesting the game, I, I really have a, a deep love for the gameplay. Even though the story, I thought, was also much more compelling than the first one. I thought the ending could have been a, a little bit better, but you know, I, I have to say that Dishonored 2 will definitely be in that list in the top five. Yeah. Um, you know, I have really this year more of a list of games that I feel people are have been overlooking. That's kind of oh, the list okay. I've been really easily drawing up more than right. game of the year. Where for me, it's really hard for me to sit down and go, "Wow, that really stood out to me," and, and that is definitely going to be something I'm. I think you, remember. you especially though, have played so much this year yeah. that it's like you really got to sit down and look at that. Um, XCOM Two is it has a good chance of cracking the list. That's a Oh, my God. I love XCOM 2. I remember, so you named your characters after all your friends. Yeah. Yeah. I remember they gave me a review code, like, I think it was a day or two before the game came out. And I spent that first night I had it for, like, four or five hours naming all my friends after all these squad mates and writing bios. That's all I did. uh, Yeah. That's that's so unique, I think. Didn't you do one for Nissan, too? Yeah, and I also, I I did one for Sugar Bombed where I I had people say, submit your your character name and your bio, and I will copy and paste you right into the game. And it was awesome. I I had all these members from our community in there. So it was was a really cool experience in that way. So, you know, I like that personally crafted game, but also just the the gameplay in general, man. It was so intense and so so unforgiving that it really made, it really taught you. Yeah. Um, especially, it was a little buggy, though. 
But oh, I mean, now like, it's been like any game, yeah. Now it's been ten months later. It's been patched, so it's totally fine. But yeah, I think XCOM Two is going to be on that list. Doom has a good chance to. I hate the fact that two Bethesda games are on the list, but uh, say what you will, they publish really good games. Yeah, that's one thing they definitely do. <clears throat> but um, I think a lot of games though. I not to cut you off, but a lot of games I really did enjoy this year were backlog games. Like Divinity Original Sin was another game that I I, I played again, and that's just. One of the best RPGs I've played. Gears of War 4 has a good chance, too. But I have to really sit down after I beat all the games yeah. at the end of this year and, and really take a long, hard look. Because I take it oddly seriously. I'm like, okay, this is no, my, you should. This I mean, is my you... fucking list. Like, I gotta yeah. nail this shit. Yeah. So that's me. I had right. to look back at it, too. So, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing a Game of the Year episode probably within two weeks, I'd say. Two or three yeah. weeks. Um, wait, two weeks? Yeah, no, two weeks would be reasonable. I just want to make sure it's, like, around Christmas time. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. We apologize. It's a little bit shorter. I'm a little bit limited on time. We're having a bit of a Christmas party here at my house. And loser. Then I do have a hockey game later tonight, so. Double loser. Mm, yeah, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I don't know what Noah's doing, so I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to play Witcher. Yeah, so. I'm not going to draw him into <laughs> why exactly we're ending this so early, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We want to thank you guys for listening once more. As always, be sure to interact with us with the hashtag HamRadioTime. Let us know that you listen. We'd love to thank you and talk to you guys a little bit. So be oh. sure to tweet any of the handles you see on screen with that hashtag. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Noah, any final words? Uh, bye. Bye, guys.